Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. We're here. We're doing an episode. Mm-hmm. If you are new in town and don't know what's up, this episode is a podcast called Bad Oh, oh, yeah. And Go right ahead. You, you better believe the two people on this podcast are internationally known superstars, Samantha <laughs> and Nicole Byer. And we're best friends. We are. Um, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing good. Oh, good. Yes, life is good. Yeah. Um, you know, I could complain, but I like, I don't think I have uh, that much to complain about. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, me, and Clyde, we had a good long walk today. He oh. took four shits today, and oh, I was like, I know how much I feed you. Are you sneaking food? <laughs> what are you like? What are you doing? And they were mm. big, all mm. of them. It was, it was like <laughs> it was a shit factory. It was really wild. Damn. <sighs> that happens to me after I drink a lot. Uh, I just booze. We, booze. Yeah, mm. yeah. We uh, had the rap party for home economics recently, and. I drank a lot of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And the next morning, I was just glued to the toilet for so oh, long. Wow. And I was like, did I even eat this much food yesterday? I feel like <laughs> I was like truly expelling everything that's ever been in my body. <laughs> and then it took like six meals for me to feel replenished again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like so dehydrated and hungry. I was like, I have to eat now. Oh, and I got no. a breakfast burrito. And then uh, me, Carla, and Caitlin were going to Ojai. And then we got, uh, I got a croissant, a ham and cheese croissant at mm-hmm. Starbucks on the way there. And then we got to the uh, the resort and then I got lunch. And then I was like, all right, now I'm starting to feel a little better. Damn, girl. But I think I was truly empty. <laughs> Had zero I, things I in me. don't know why alcohol does that. I mean, it's poison. Mm, yes. Your, that's po- your body's like trying to expel poison. the poison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other night I was like... I'm going to, like, really get drunk. I'm going to drink a bottle. And then I was like, and then what? Be hungover <laughs> and shitting the next? No. And then I had a good. glass and went to bed and it was fine. Yeah, you still have fun without wrecking your body. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Fun. Um, Have you seen Iron Man? Mm-mm. I had to watch Iron Man for newcomers, my podcast with Lauren Lapkus, and Jeff Bridges can get it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you know? Have you heard? Yeah. yeah Jeff yeah. fucking Bridges. Uh, <laughs> where has he been hiding? Not hiding at all. He's actually really, really famous. He's been in a lot of stuff for decades. Has he now? <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. I, mm-hmm. oh, he was like thick and bald. I was like, wow. And his character's <laughs> name was Obadiah. And I was like, yes, you better get Obadiah. Oh, wait, or maybe it wasn't Obadiah. Obadiah? I don't know. 
I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, he can was fucking... He a good, was he a good guy or bad guy? He ended up being... Oh, I don't want to spoil it. I mean, at this point. He's it's been a, out for like he's, 20 years. He's bad. He's the bad guy. I mean, and thick you, and bald sounds bad. Yeah, thick and bald. <laughs> sounds like a bad guy. Sounds like a penguin. Hey. <laughs> When I shave my pussy, I call myself thick and bald. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't shave it. You <laughs> think I'm uh, so I'm sort of bald? <laughs> Harry? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was really scary for me. My brain was fully empty, and I was like, I have no idea what opposite of bald is. When well, we yeah, walked into Harry. the hotel in Ojai, there was like a sign outside that said the pink moment which is what they call the sunsets there the pink oh. moment's at 5 15 and i was like oh the pink moment that's also what i call my and then we i was like oh shit we're it's very quiet in this lobby so i didn't finish the sentence but i would be like that's also what i call my pussy but it was um there's a lot of rich people uh-huh. <laughs> rich old people around us and i was like i don't want to upset anybody <laughs> i wish you had said it last <laughs> night there was a Subaru parked in front of your Subaru. And I was like, yeah, it looks like they're eating each other. It looks like your Subaru's eating that Subaru's asshole. And then you just went. And I laughed maybe the hardest <laughs> I've ever laughed. And then I screamed, I almost dislodged my Diva cup. And <laughs> anybody was listening to that conversation they were like these are two of the most disgusting people <laughs> i have I forget, ever like heard. how gross our humor is until i'm around other people who don't have that sense of humor <laughs> <laughs> and people are just like shocked like oh and i'm like oh sorry you don't talk about your pussy or your asshole all the time mm-hmm. oops ah <laughs> uh, my favorite's when you like get to know a new person and then they start saying nasty things mm-hmm. and you're like, yay, you spent enough time with me. Yeah. Or they anticipate me talking about my pussy. They're like, you're just going to talk about your pussy right now? I'm like, <laughs> I am. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Um, You did something at the restaurant last night that was really funny. God, what was it? Was uh, I too aggressive to the waiter? You were... <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was like who had the flat and no he was like and you had the flat and you're like you know it <laughs> just in a way where you like barked at him and i was like wow i didn't think i thought i was being cute honestly i thought <laughs> i thought i was like he's like well who had the still water me you know <laughs> it was the most aggressive way <laughs> to as if this man needed to memorize everything about you. And then later <laughs> in the night, <laughs> he poured flat water in like the little bit of sparkling that I had. And I just went, oh. And then so she was like, oh. <laughs> and, then <he> was like, <laughs> and, and then the server was like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you had the sparkling. And I was like, oh, don't worry. I'm not like her. It's okay. And then he threw his head back and laughed. And laughed. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Didn't think I was that bad. I even asked him too after the first time, and you were like, "Oh my god, sorry, she's so aggressive." And I was like, "I wasn't that bad, right?" And he goes, "Man, well, (laughs) that man's voice was so high it was barely making noise." (laughs) Oh man, it was very funny. I had a delightful time. Also, you better believe I left that steak in my car Uh, overnight. It was a market price. what was it called? Big steak event. He kept warning yeah. me it was a lot of meat. It was a lot and I was of like, food. bring it the fuck on. And you better believe this afternoon, I guess it was like, I don't know, noon. I was like, oh, I better snack on that meat. And then I was uh, like, where the meat at? Oh. And then I went in a, to my car and I was like, there the meat at. Damn. Car didn't smell very good. Oh. I think I gotta get it detailed. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Maybe he's driving the windows down for a little bit. He has aired out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was so mad. Damn, and, yeah. And that's like one of those things where like, I don't even know how to help my brain. Hmm. It's like, if I take home leftovers, you have to put an alarm in my phone that's like, you're going to get home in 10 minutes, remember the food? I don't know. Was it in the back seat? No, it was right next to me. It was a road dog. You know, it was my friend. It was in the passenger seat. Oh, it wasn't buckled up though. Um, Maybe if it was buckled, <laughs> you would notice. <laughs> it's like, unbuckle my leftovers, <laughs> go inside my home. Oh, I'm sorry. 
It's okay. It's, it's, it is, it is life. <laughs> is it actually still bad? Because maybe it like stayed cold overnight. It and didn't then... smell great. It didn't smell great. Okay. Yeah. And it was from, I got home, I think at 11, so 11 to noon. Oh, God. <laughs> 12 hours? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be more. Uh, no matter what. <laughs> Unless it was like freezing temperatures. And then it's like, oh, no, it, it froze for me. And it's like, nah, we in no, Southern it was, LA. It was at best just right <laughs> above a refrigerator level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. But, you know, next time I'll get them. Uh, next time. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get him next time yeah, yeah. you'll get a champ you'll remember <laughs> next time <laughs> today and every day Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies including abortion care Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. So listen. We all know life is full of yada yada and, you know, people talk and you're just like, oh, my God, this is annoying. And then you just hit an unsubscribe on a bunch of things you got subscribed to on your email. And you're like, what is happening? And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding in the deep in, in fine print or bills that seem to keep going up for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have elsewhere. And yes, it's possible to outsmart yada yada like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Stop by one of our over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. Should we take a quiz? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Beep. It's time for a quiz. Should we do? I can't stop thinking about the quiz we took during our live show where it was just like... If you're a bad friend or a good friend. Yes. A lot of those questions were so wild. But I want more If your car was coming at your your friend, would you push them out of the way? Uh, Well, there's one is, is your best friend really your best friend? (gasps) Let's do it. Ooh, yeah. Bum, bum, bum. This is going to be really intense if you're not actually my best friend. Oh my God. I don't know what I would do. I don't know. 
Would that be the end of the show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd have to be like, BuzzFeed, you ended our podcast. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, you're sick and have to stay home from school slash work. What does your friend do? They text you, feel better. Tells your shared friends that you have diarrhea. Seems so rude. It does seem so rude. Why would you ever? <laughs> I guess to make fun of that person. Brings your work to you so you don't fall behind. And they also bring soup. Uh, they don't realize you're sick. Oh. What? These are the only options? Interesting. Well, okay. I guess if like... <laughs> I guess if you texted me you're sick, I'd drive to set and get your sides and be like, he's studying these for tomorrow. <laughs> I guess I would text you feel better, but I'd also probably call you and ask if you needed anything. Yeah. So I think it's Which like... Which is maybe, not an option. No. <laughs> but I'm going to lump brings your work home and bring soup in like into asking if you need something. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So I would also bring your work <laughs> to you. Look at us. You interpreting BuzzFeed quizzes. <laughs> you drove to my house or past my house when I, I had COVID. Did. Well, Wait, I did stop scene. and scream. <laughs> Which was nice. It did cheer me up. So it still <laughs> did the job. Um, do you tell your friend everything? Literally everything. No, I don't know them well enough yet. Last time I told them a secret, they told everyone. So oh no, God. I learned my lesson. Only when there's something really bothering me and I have to get it off my chest. I tell you too much, if anything. <laughs> I tell you literally everything. If not in the moment, at some point down the line, you will know about it. Yeah, literally everything. Same. There's been times where you were supposed to keep a secret and you're like, I couldn't do it. Sorry, <laughs> I have to tell you. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to keep. Well, okay, here's what I, when someone else tells me a secret, I cross my little fingies. So I'm not lying when I say I'm not telling anybody else. And then I tell you. I did keep a secret and I was so good. Uh, my friend recently got engaged and I saw them the other night. And I was like, how's being engaged? And he was like, I love it. And I was like, just so you know, yeah, he told me that you're going to get engaged. He was like, I can't believe you told that secret or you uh, you kept that secret. And I was like, I know. <laughs> I think I told you, though. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> does your friend. Oh, yes. It's your turn to read. I'm so sorry. Hey, it's OK. Does your friend know your birthday? No, I've never really told him the day, though. I think the only birthday they remember is their own. Wow. What an Damn. asshole. Yeah, for sure. They don't have it memorized, but Facebook always reminds them. Five, six, 1986. <laughs> yes. That's my uh, friend's birthday. Ooh. August 29th, 1986. Yes, yes, yes. I came a little later. <laughs> Just a little later. I said, better stay in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, for sure. We know each other's birthdays. For sure. For sure, dude. Mm -hmm. What's your one... Wait, what's one word your friend would use to describe you? Weird. Awesome. Chill. Sweet. Mm, boy, I want to say awesome, but I also want to say chill. But I also want to say weird. And I also want to say sweet. <laughs> so this is a word that you, so I'm guessing a word that you would say about me. Is that right? What's one word you're, oh, no, no. This is a word that you would just, what? What's one, <laughs> what's one word your friend, okay, I'm, I'm going to replace friend with Sashir. Okay. What's one word Sashir would use to describe you? Nicole. Nicole. <laughs> me. So, so replace you with me. You with me. What's one word Sashir would use to describe me? <laughs> I mean, I wish it was a sentence because it would be sentence comprehension not good. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I guess... Okay. <laughs> I guess you 
got it now. I guess weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Um, I would say chill. Mm. Did you right? get that question or did you go on that journey with me? I did. I did get the question. Fuck. You know what sucks when you think you go on a journey for everybody and it's just for yourself? <laughs> there might have been listeners that were confused. <laughs> now we, now they definitely know. 100%. Mm. You think they are... A good friend. Honestly, kind of fake oh sometimes. Oh my god, the cat's pajamas? Nice. <laughs> um, Yeah, I guess you're the cat's pajamas. What the fuck is that phrase? Kimmy, please help. Who came up <laughs> with that phrase? It sounds like really cool. Or I, I, I like think that's what it is. It's like, ooh, but cat. why is it called the cat's pajamas? Because cats don't wear pajamas. If anything, they're nude most of the time. <laughs> if anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. The 1920s urban East Coast cities of the USA were breeding ground for new wacky modes of expression. <laughs> <laughs> the bright young things of the flapper era wanted to throw off anything old or stuffy in fashion, music, and language. Many new and, for the most part, nonsense animal-related expressions were coined to denote excellence. These included the snake's hips, the kipper's knickers, the monkey's eyebrows, and so on. Of the many such phrases, only the bee's knees and the cat's pajamas remain in regular use. We should come up with one. That's the duck's bow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the duck's bow. So it's like impossible things because bees don't have knees, cats don't have pajamas. Oh, but it's snakes don't have hips. I guess a duck could have a bow. So put it on them. Okay. The uh, the The duck's building. A duck can't have a building. It can't? (laughs) (laughs) No, the duck's bow is good. The duck's bow is good. Okay, the because they they can't put it on themselves. No. Okay. So well, we gotta put them on. I think you're the duck's bow. I think you're the duck's bow. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Um. What's the next one? How much do they share about themselves with you? Everything and then some. Some stuff, but sometimes I think they're lying. Oh my god. Not much, but that's okay. Some personal things here and there. Everything and then some. Everything and then some. Have you ever planned a road trip or vacay with your friend? Yeah, but they usually cancel oh. hangout plans last minute. So I don't really trust them to go on an entire vacay with me. Yes, we have a whole bucket list of places we want to visit together. We plan some stuff like we plan some stuff like that, but only with other people. Nope, not really. Crazy. I, we don't have a bucket list, but we know we want to go places. We actually do have a bucket list. Oh, we do? You started a list in some notebook that you'll never look at again. Hmm. And it's got things like hot air balloon and I don't oh, even know what else. Found it. <laughs> we're, okay, so we're supposed to go to the Porsche course, uh, a hot air balloon, Vegas, in a bus. We're supposed to do sip and paint. And then mm-hmm. I wrote slut. <laughs> and I don't know what that means. Are we supposed to go be little sluts together? I guess. (laughs) Slut. Slut. (laughs) I think that's from this show, and it was things for the next year, and I think one of the things was the sheer was supposed to dress sluttier. (gasps) Oh. Have you you done it? It doesn't seem as such. You tell me. Have I? I don't think I've done it by much. No. But also, that's not your vibe. You're right. It's not my vibe. And that's okay. Ooh, maybe, maybe you get a nasty bathing suit. Ooh, a nasty bathing suit. Yeah, and like that's where you're slutty, at the beach. Okay, maybe slutty at the beach. You know, like a little triangle on your areolas. (laughs) (laughs) What about my support? (laughs) Flop them. No! Fucking flop them out, baby. Just little triangles on the areolas and let the wind support you. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'll try. 
I mean, I also don't see that for you because they're they're pretty. They're, they need support. They do need support. Yeah, <laughs> they need to be lifted. Yeah, I don't really need support. I should wear little squares. Oh wait, triangles. <laughs> but also get some little squares. <laughs> imagine <laughs> have a whole geometry equation on your chest. Imagine we go to the beach and I just have post-it notes on me, <laughs> just that covering really my funny. nipples. And I'm like, it's my to-do list. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, didn't you? Am I remembering this right? I feel like you wrote on a post-it note at a restaurant to give someone your number. Was this you? And then you walked out. There was a guy who's cute outside and you like stuck it on his chest. You know, that was me. <laughs> I forgot about that. You know that was me. I had post-it notes in my purse for whatever reason. I mean, currently, I've had a tooth in my purse for months. It is still in there. But uh, yeah, I had post-it notes, wrote my number, slammed it on this man's chest, and I was like, call me. And he did not. I mean, what an idiot, because that's a really cool move. Right? I'd be like, well, this this girl's going to rock my world. Yes, and I would have. I would have sucked that dick until he <laughs> said, yay. <laughs> yay. Yay. I like just it. Soft, <laughs> just soft, high-pitched yay. Um, I got to say, a lot of men have really missed out on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But one of these days. One of these days. Soon. I believe it. In my heart. Okay. Lastly. Have you two ever spent the night together? Once for a friend's slumber party with a bunch of other people there. We practically live at each other's houses. A few times, but usually other people are there. They've been to my house, but uh, I've never been invited to theirs, even though they invite other people. Oh, no. (laughs) Some of these are sad. They're so sad. Um, But I guess if you're taking a quiz, like, are you my best friend? Like, you might not be in a good place. Oh, and you're yeah, like, true. They're, are they my best friend? Yeah. Um, I guess we practically live at each other's house. We are together a lot. We're together a lot. Yeah. And you do. I like when I first moved, huh? I was gonna say when I first moved to LA, I feel like I truly was at your house all the time. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very that. But mm-hmm. now you live where you live. <laughs> I live where I live. <laughs> what a wild sentences. You live where you live. Yeah, live, um, where you live. But you still come and you sleep at my house. But you, this is yeah, true. you just. <laughs> I just fall. I don't plan it though. I just fall asleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, after the rap party for Grand Crew, or mm-hmm. no, it was like the premiere thing. You came over and we ordered food and you fell asleep on the couch and I just like lovingly looked at you and I was like, <laughs> my friend, oh. She's just catching some Z's. I think, was I out for hours? I feel like mm-hmm. I was like a full REM sleep. <laughs> yeah, I like just let, I don't know, there's like people who come over and fall asleep and I just like to let them sleep. <laughs> it was really nice. And it's just, yeah, I'm like, it's so nice that you feel so comfortable. Because I think sleeping is a safe thing. Mm-hmm. I don't really fall asleep in front of people unless I know that they're sleeping because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, I don't always feel safe, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. so I like when people feel safe around me. Okay. Um, this is Nicole. BFFs, you and your friend are a perfect match. BFFs forever. And this is Sashir. I got the same. We're BFFs. Thank fucking God. We, we can keep doing the podcast. Yes. I would have had a conniption and what? had to write a stern letter to Mr. BuzzFeed. <laughs> You're trying to break up a happy home. Yeah. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Why? Oh, boy. Where's this caftan from? This is actually uh, a gift from Julia Rossi. She used to wear it. Oh, oh, actually, we were were at their house at the same time. Yes, yes, yes. Because you gave, you were trying to give me a jumpsuit, Mm -hmm. but it actually fits Julia better, better. And then she was like, I have things to give away. And then one of these... You One know, of the things was a caftan. So nice. It's so nice. So nice when people can come together and give. <laughs> <laughs> it is nice. I Yeah, I still have clothes where I'm like, someone should wear this. I don't want it anymore. And so yeah. that's why like, clothing swaps are nice. Because you can be like, here, friend, take this. It is nice. 
I haven't been to a clothing swap in a long, long time. There used to be this fabulous one in New York. Mm-hmm. I think it was just called the Big Fat Clothing Swap. And oh. it was for specifically plus size people. And it was like the first time I like went and I was like, oh, almost everything here fits me. And this is delightful. That's cool. Yeah. I wish I think it was called plus size super swap. I don't know. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Is it like the LGBT center on 14th Street? Boy, I, I miss New York sometimes. Yeah, me too. Boy, oh boy. I don't think we've talked about my trip to New York. Clyde hated New York. <laughs> He's an L.A. dog. He He's really Hollywood. is. He just did. He was not having it. People kept complimenting his tail and he kept being like, get the book out of the way. Just mad on the plane. Wouldn't play with my friend's dog. Just mad. Yeah. But now, I mean, you also went when it's cold. Mm. So I'm sure Clyde was like, ew, what's yeah. this? And he really hated wearing his sweaters outside. But then he'd be shivering. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, then you have to wear the sweater because you can't just shiver around. Mm-hmm. <sighs> boy, oh boy, he hates he hates clothing and he looks so cute in it. Dang. And I bought him this like four outfits. <laughs> And a costume. <laughs> and a costume? What is the costume? Um, It's like a little cowboy costume. Oh. <laughs> With like oh. a little saddle that I was like, if we ever oh. meet a smaller dog, maybe that dog can ride the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure where he would wear it to meet this other dog. <laughs> um, Maybe they're like at a Halloween party. Mmm. <laughs> He's got to get us invited to a Halloween party. Yeah, Clyde, call your friends up. Yeah, Clyde, get a fucking publicist and get us in. (laughs) (laughs) Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Hey, everyone, this is Gil Ozeri. You may know me as the guy who eats food over a garbage can or my wife's cute little companion with the ass that won't quit. Or you may know me from Comedy Bang Bang. I play Dr. Sweet Chat and Ned Bellinella, the busiest man, or Irving Sardinus. Uh, Anyway, I just wanted to say how much I'm going to miss Scott now that he's dead. What? What do you mean he's not dead? Well, whose funeral was that? What? Who the hell is Gary? Wow, okay, well, I guess I want to wish Comedy Bang Bang a happy 15th anniversary. Wow, I always have the best time on CBB. It is so much fun to do, and Scott makes me feel warm and welcome and extra wet. So here's to another 15 years. Keep listening to Comedy Bang Bang wherever you get your podcasts. That's right, Ruba, they should go do it. Yes. They should, Ruba, right? Yes. Shouldn't they? No. What do you mean, no? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Bruba go do. Yes, Bruba go do. That's right, Bruba go do. Wait, should we help people? Let's help people. All right, this one is a, a little long, but I do think it is worth it. So. I just wanted to start by saying I love you both. Your podcast brought me such joy in moments of uh, such joy. Oh, my God. Your podcast brought me so much joy and happy. No. Oh, my God. Oh Sashir. I could I could do it. I just want to start by saying I love you both. Your podcast brought me so much joy in moments of happiness during the pandemic, which was really tough and emotionally heavy this year. Having this as an escape never ceased to cheer me up. And distract from the shit show of 2020 to 2021. And I am so grateful for that. Maybe we just can't read positive <laughs> compliments. We're just like, I don't know Ew. how to process Yuck. this. <laughs> Are they saying nice things? <laughs> okay, but the main reason I'm writing is about a current predicament I'm in. There's a bit of a setup to give the story proper context, so bear with me. I am from the East Coast. 
Billy, I moved to the Bay Area right before the pandemic. Thankfully, I joined a few adult Frisbee leagues and made some awesome friends right before everything shut down because of COVID. I grew very close to these people during this time. It finally felt like I had a group of people who were my people. I had lots of close friends on the East Coast, but I felt very, but it felt very disjointed. This group in San Francisco felt like a community. Right when I joined, I started dating someone and buy for context. She was great. So I brought her around my new friends, too, and they quickly accepted her and she built connections of her own in the group. We did break up and remain good friends, but she started dating someone else in the group. Even though I was not jealous, I did not feel great about it because I felt like I wasn't as close to everyone else in the group. I shared this vulnerability with another friend in the same group. We'll call him Rick. Rick and I became super close because everyone else in the group was in couples And now even my ex was recoupled with another friend. We explored together, hung out when everyone else was on dates or doing things. It was great. Rick Rick had become my closest friend in the Bay and our friendship had gotten me through some hard times. So this past Thanksgiving rolls around and he just changed jobs and said he wanted to visit somewhere new with his time off. He mentioned Philly and said he'd probably go there. I refused to let him go without me because it's my hometown and I wanted to show him the best spots. He asked when I'd be going home again. I said Thanksgiving and it opened it up for him to join, saying that's just how my family is. Totally the more the merrier type of people. So it was said he was going to join me for Thanksgiving with my family. Another friend in our group even called it out as being weird while we were all hanging out once. And I said, no, I bring friends on every family vacation, mostly because it's camping in Pennsylvania and you need friends on those kind of family trips. He also just happened to not be doing Thanksgiving with his family on actual Thanksgiving. They were doing it a week early. Anyways, the trip was awesome. He had a blast. I was in a weird mood because the week before I had some drama with someone I was dating and shared that with him on the trip. I was pretty bummed about it, but being home definitely cheered me up a ton. Rick and I were planning on getting tattoos and got an additional matching tattoo while in Philly to commemorate our friendship. We get home. All is well. Then on Sunday, he asks me to talk and there's something he wanted to tell me. He proceeds to tell me that he has developed feelings for me. Uh, The way he told me was so matter of fact, not asking if I felt the same way, more like, I know you don't feel like this, so I'm going to take time to myself. I was shocked. He knew after my ex, I didn't want to date another friend in the group. I just got dumped by my best friend. One week after we got matching friendship tattoos, after he met my family, after sharing how upset I I had been about a mix of workplace struggles and dating mishaps, uh, it made me feel that I was really struggling, that he just very nonchalantly told me that he didn't want to be friends anymore without really asking or giving me the space to talk to him about it. I felt totally blindsided. We constantly talked about other people we like, so I figured it was clear our relationship was completely platonic. So a few weeks go by, and I feel just utterly depressed. I felt like my career was drowning me, my love life was in shambles, and I had no close friends nearby. My other best friends lived in Philly and L.A. To say I went into a depression is an understatement. My therapist suggested I start going twice a week now. I slowly started to feel better and focusing on other things as time passes. But during Christmas, I went back home to my family and get a letter from him. He says he misses me and it's weird not talking every day anymore. It was framed like, I'll be over this. <laughs> Don't worry. We can go back to the old days. He didn't ask how I was doing. Granted, it was a letter, but it was just very insensitive to how I was feeling. I get back to the Bay Area. He texts me saying he wants to meet up and talk and he felt bad and was hoping I was OK. Again, did not actually ask how I was doing just hoping I was okay, which, I don't know, really offended me. I didn't respond because I didn't know what to say and wanted to wait until I talked to my therapist, but then he responded and said he heard about a trip we were all going on on the weekend and wanted to go, but wasn't going unless we were cool. I just responded that I didn't want him there. I felt bad, but I feel like all of this has just been happening on his timeline. I'm going to see him Sunday at a Frisbee game, and I'm not sure what to do. Part of me wants to meet up with him before our group thing, so it's not awkward. But another part of me thinks hearing his side will only make me more upset and just release him of his guilt. I don't know how to go forward. And my therapist just keeps saying, what do you want to say? Um, Jeff, I don't know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> That's why I asked you. <laughs> also, to add a fun little cherry on the top of this shit cake, the following weekend after he ended our friendship, Rick went away with a girl he was dating to go on her boat. He literally told me the day before he broke up with me that he didn't like her and then was, was going to end it because he thought he uh, she liked him more than he liked her. Then goes away the, for the weekend with her. What? And another thing <laughs> that was six months ago. He did the exact same thing to his roommate who's in our friend group. He said he liked her. What the fuck? He, she also said they were just friends and was mad at him for putting her in that situation. Oh, interesting. Um, I mm. guess that I'm my hot take on Rick is ugh, Rick is a serial. Uh, I have feelings for you. icing you out <laughs> and making you feel like shitter. Uh, Because if he did that to another friend and then is dating this girl he's talking shit about, oh, and then getting tattoos with you and not talking to you anymore, I think it's okay to be like, Rick, my boundary is, I don't see you. Yeah. I was on Rick's side until the end. I I was like, oh, like, if he really feels like he can't be around her Mm -hmm. and is, I mean, I guess he could have, asked how do you feel about me but maybe he thought that wouldn't be fair Mm -hmm. um because since they were platonic friends so he's like you know what i'm just gonna put it out there i would rather be friends because that is how we established our relationships and that's how she treats me um so i'm just gonna say i like you i can't be around you right now so i'm gonna take some distance i was on i'm fine i'm so far i get what rick was doing Mm -hmm. um but now to find out he's done this to multiple yeah, friends. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah, that's not that's not right. I am not on Rick's side with the whole we're friends. I like you. I need distance. I think the conversation could be, hey, I've developed feelings for you and I know we're friends. How do you feel about that? Because mm-hmm. her response could have been, I have feelings for you, too. Or I think we're better off as friends. And then Rick can say, well, for me to deal with my romantic feelings for you, I need a break from you. And I'm not sure how long it's going to last, but at least a month. And I need zero contact. I think you need to like really be clear about that. Otherwise, it's like muddy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's true. It does need to be more of a conversation between two people and not this is how I feel, like unloading mm-hmm. and then dipping, being like, here's here's how I feel, not asking how the other person feels, and then here's the decision I've made for us both. Mm-hmm. Then that's not fair. Yeah, because you are two people, and it's never fair when one person makes a choice to be like, I, I have to be out of your life for you. And it's like, what? What? No, like, that's not, mm-hmm. we can talk through this. Yeah. Kimmy, Jordan, do you have any thoughts? Yeah. I I feel like we're missing a little bit of the dynamic in that it is really surprising that he would just cut, like, take himself out of the game so quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, I mean, I guess that's what he did is he just said, I like you, but you clearly don't like me, so I'm going to go. Um, yeah, I was with this year. I was on Rick's side until the very end that he's done this a few times. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just up to our listener. Does she feel like does she feel like Rick is worthy enough for her to point out like, hey, this is why I didn't take you seriously and why my feelings are hurt? Mm-hmm. Or is the friendship so not worth it? Or is the pain too big where she just says, you know what? I don't think we're going to be close in the same way. And I'm sorry if that's painful, but this is what I need to do. Yeah. yeah. I think that's good to be like, is it worth it? Is this friendship worth salvaging? Or like, maybe you do have feelings for him. And I think your therapist mm-hmm. was like, how do you feel? What do you want to say? Because your therapist cannot tell you how you feel and what to say. Yeah. They can make suggestions, but ultimately, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't clearly state if they liked this person or not. Yeah. I had a unique experience where I had a friend, a best friend, and we ended up, we went on a few dates and then he decided he wasn't into it and he just said he needed space. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I met my husband within the month of that and that kind of affected things. But I took a beat and I was sad and I missed them But then I found that my life was actually much more peaceful and a lot easier. And I kind of was like, oh, you know what? I care about this person, but our dynamic isn't healthy. And that gave me the space to realize what was worth fighting for. So I hope that this, our caller has a, or our writer has a moment like that where they can really assess, is my life better without Rick or is it worse? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. 
Yeah. Because Rick has given our, I almost just said reader, our writer, enough space that they should be able to make a choice. Either Mm -hmm. you want Rick in your life or you don't want Rick in your life. And if you do want Rick in your life, then like, what are your demands? What are your demands? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what do you want? Like, do you, you don't cross this boundary with me? Yeah. We don't travel together, maybe. Maybe we don't talk about relationships anymore. Like, we, you could put parameters around a friendship that does kind of suck, but like, it's like, yeah, like what Kimmy was saying, it's like, is your life more peaceful with or without this person? Mm-hmm. I also wonder, um, I don't want to judge their whole relationship on this email because this person was probably just stream of consciousness mm-hmm. typing. But when they were like, oh yeah, Rick did like Rick ditched me and my career was crumbling and my love life was in shambles and all this other stuff. It felt like, they felt betrayed and sad because they needed a friend, not mm. necessarily they needed Rick. Like mm. they're like, oh, I'm bummed because I had a friend I could confide it, confide in, and now they're gone. As opposed to, I miss Rick. Mm. Rick was a really good friend, you know? So maybe that's Interesting. your answer. Yeah, because anytime I miss or like a f- like I I only really have like one very dear friend who is like departed. <laughs> They're not dead, but they <laughs> <laughs> departed my life. I like really thought about it and I was like the only thing I miss is the the like the like not the friendship, the friendship dynamic, not the person. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I was like, like oh, I miss yes, I miss the companionship. I miss having that person. I was like Oh, I call you for this. And even though you'll res- or she would respond sometimes like, I'd be like, this wonderful thing happened. She'd be like, yeah, well, I guess you're lucky. And I'm like, you know, not a great response, but uh, it's fun that I have someone to call. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> she was one of the most toxic people I've ever met. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like when we stopped talking, I was like, oh, I don't miss you. Mm-hmm. I miss having a friend. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, maybe our, our writer just needs to fill that void with someone they actually enjoy mm-hmm. wholeheartedly and not just like someone who's around and available. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think well, we solved it. I think we solved it. Do we have time for more or is that it? I, we have time for one more, right? Hell yeah. Great. Okay. I've, I've got one more right here. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Sashir. Hi, Kimmy. Hi, Jordan. I tried to leave a voicemail a couple times, but truly, I kept getting embarrassed every time I would say this out loud. So hopefully, I'll just, I'll get it all out there. They left like five voicemails. <laughs> all right. So I'm a gay man. I just graduated college. I'm in a new city trying to um, find new friends, you know, trying to start the life thing. Um. So my issue is finding with these new friends, you know, I, it's a little easier for me. Like I talk to people, I, I like getting out there. Um, but my issue is the people that I've met and um, that are cool and I chill with a little bit in a Snapchat. Um, I kind of have crushes on them. Like I kind of, I, I form crushes fast, you know, it is what it is. So I need your help. If you have any advice on trying to keep my legs closed mm-hmm. and not flirt with these people. Like, um, I, I want to make friends. That is the main goal. I don't want to have a relationship. I don't want to just, like, hook up or whatever. I just want to have friends. But, like, the other gay men that I talk to and that I have fun with, um, they I find them attractive. It is what it is. So, like, is there <laughs> a way to just not flirt or or keep it like cordial, keep it just like friendly. Should we do less sexy stuff like go bowling? Because no one looks good bowling. Um, anyway, any advice is helpful. Yeah. So hopefully that makes sense. And have a beautiful day. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love our friend. Yeah, less do, sexy do less sexy stuff like bowling. Do some knitting. Yeah. Make a quilt. I'm just like, what sexy stuff is our friend doing with their friends? Yeah, what sexy stuff are you doing? (laughs) Y'all taking pole classes together? Yeah, what's going on? Um, I'm I'm friends with people who I was attracted to when I first met them. And 
I think like time helped for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, eventually you start talking to them, and you're like, oh, you're just like a dummy. You know, like, you're just, <laughs> You're just a little goober. I don't want to. I am dying to know who you were talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been attracted to friends. And I guess for, for me personally, yeah, it is time. And you get to know somebody and you're like, oh, we we would never. This mm-hmm. this could never be. Yeah, there's always something where you're like, ooh, oh, I wouldn't want to date that, you know? Yeah. But then there's a flip side where you're like, I don't know, I would never date that. And then after a while, you're like, hmm, that's all I want. Maybe I could maybe put up with that. <laughs> <laughs> I really do think that's all dating is. It's like, I like this enough to put up with it. Oh, truly, yeah. <laughs> well, there's more pros than cons here, so I guess I'll stay. <laughs> yeah, I think... Do less sexy stuff. <laughs> Go for walks in the park. Uh, watch hang movie, out during the day. Hang out during the day. Watch movies with the lights on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> never, never turn out the lights on these people. <laughs> Your friends are like, I guess they're like the opposite of a vampire. Like they have to leave as soon as nightfall comes around. <laughs> um, I think also maybe just remembering you came here to make friends. <laughs> like you only came here to make friends you're the opposite of a reality show you came to make friends yeah 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 so that that's, that's helpful, helpful. <laughs> if you want more vague advice you, <laughs> you can email nicole and Sashir at gmail.com or you can call 424-645-7003 we also have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. Lastly, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That's the easiest way to guess what? Support that this show. <laughs> okay. Go take a nap, girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. I should. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. All right. Um, I started my nap. Goodbye. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix.